So it should go without saying, but I'm going to go say it. Um, as per my last episode, yes. I am feeling all sorts of ways. I'm mostly angry. Um, I am somewhat angry at myself. I am dealing with feelings of powerlessness. I don't like that my body is hurting. Uh, I am resting. I am making my body number one. Uh, see, Anthony's birthday is in a couple days. And I am angry and upset that I do not have the right to tell him happy birthday or say it. And then that chain links into the famous February holiday. I wasn't a participator of that anyway. And I'm going to do something really cute for running. I might throw coffee in there too. Coffee, Coffee's been a steady lover of my life. Who has literally seen it all? Um, and even the coffee I've been drinking for a decade now. Um, so over a decade. So there you go. I'll make an oat coffee and running. Uh, something really light, lighten the mood there. Um, I'm not apologizing for having opinions. I'm not apologizing for being upset that my body is hurt right now and I I can't run. But I really the comfort level of running would be very low and then I'd be sitting out another three days just to recover from running three to four miles. So I'm very, very frustrated. I'm upset. Um, I, I'm occupying my mind. I'm doing things around the house. Uh, and it, it, the projects are coming along too. I, I'm very proud of myself. I installed the door. I am going to paint a mirror. I am also going to reapply some, like I had termites last year and like they had to really chop up a lot of the, the inside wall, the wood paneling. And so I finally got some wood paneling, uh, Probably going to wait prettier days to get out there with the sawhorse and do that. But I, I, I'm I'm occupying my time. It's just I want my time to be occupied by running. Um, I found a really cool online yoga teacher school program that's a lot more affordable. 
and a lot more in tune to my schedule needs. So as soon as I am financially able, that is an investment that I'm going to make into myself. And yeah, even with paying a deposit and pulling out and paying for the school that I found online, it's still cheaper and less time consuming, like less time restrictive. Let's just put that. It's time restrictive. And an important part and theme in my life, part of investing in me is going at my own pace. Uh, my daughter has inherited the same desire not to be rushed, and I get it. I respect that from her because I want that respect too. Um, not that the school was rushing. It was just one of those situations where it was very... It didn't jive with my upcoming school schedule. And I'm upset that I had to play the priorities game. I am so upset that I had to prioritize school. I I mean, I'm upset, but it's because it's a, it's a want versus a, a really need to get the school done so I can, you know, survive. Um... So it, it it's a situation where that's it is what it is, but I'm excited. Um, I bookmarked the site so I don't lose it, and it's Yoga Alliance certified, so it's a a recognized yoga school. Uh, so there are some things, there are some great things that are being generated out of processing everything I spoke about. And that actually falls in line with a lot with what we as therapists and and I'm saying this because I am at the point in my school where I do need to start thinking and speaking in a unified sense with my trade. Um, and from the instant I started online schooling, like there was zero doubts that I'm in line with my ancestral path. I'm in line with my future path. You know, in other cultures and other times, I would be considered a shaman or a mystic. I would be that village person that people coming home from war would come and see to reacclimate into community life. This is why community has become such an important issue. Um, the reason why I don't speak about religion, I respect it. Please do not take it as a disrespect. 
but as per my experience and family experience with a religious group, it lays and intertwines with my distrust in a community accepting. Uh, the church my family attended, you know, combined for over three decades. We had to, we had to get a new preacher because the the other one passed away. Mr. Bob, I loved him. I was like eight or nine whenever he passed cancer. And I still remember the effect. Well, we voted in a new preacher. And as all the internet jargon, chatter, chitter, chatter, chitter, chatter, chatter, chatter. I don't know. I don't know. Whatever you guys do on the internet, fight a lot, I guess. Um, I don't even know what the point of that was. Um, so we elected him. He had a kid. He had two kids. And they were invited in the group of five other families that my family socialized with. And let's see, nine, so three years later, uh, I don't know if my parents kind of knew something was going on, but I knew that miraculously my mom let me stay home from church that day. And my dad came back saying that at the end of the service, that the whole deacon group and staff and everything got up in front of the church and excommunicated my family plus five other families from that church. Uh, that's my first rush with mental illness. Uh, the preacher accused my family of meeting to plot against him and his family and that we were that we were stalking him and driving, I mean, like all sorts of paranoid things. We'd get together, we'd go bowling, we'd do fireworks and New Year's parties and Christmas parties. And I'm sure they talked about the preacher, but it was it was not thought it we we'd go bowling. Good Lord. For real. Um, yeah, we were plotting his overthrow. Uh, this is a preacher who had a copper spaniel that my family adopted, who they mistreated. They tied this beautiful, well-groomed copper spaniel to a tree in the back, left her out for hours. Uh, then they... They whipped her. They hit her. They they abused the animal. And they let my family take it. And then they wanted to breed the dog. When they found out how much they can get, they took the dog. And then I, I guess she didn't breed or maybe she was past her prime or something. They didn't want her after that 
and they gave it back to my family. Now, Sugar went on to live for, well, that dog was old. I was, I was almost 20. So let's see, nine, 11 years, 12 years after we got her. So she was almost like 14, 15 years old. She had a good life filled with pizza, pizza crust. That dog was, he would lay on the lay on the floor the minute pizza was brought in their house. That dog acted like she was a puppy at the table. Like, you're not old. You're just conserving your energy or something. I don't so yeah, that that was my most dramatic deal with community uh with community. And then when I first came into the job atmosphere at the age of 22 I had one of those like in junior college I had a group of friends that were good um I think if life wouldn't have organically pushed us apart we'd still be connected but there was some inner drama and all that and we just kind of all have have gone about our own um That's organic. That was like no hard feelings. And I still love every single one of those people. Uh, but anyway, so my first dynamic with groups in in the city uh, did not go over so well. I was embarrassed at the place of my employment on my birthday. Uh you know, and I do attribute the way I took that. I mean, it was, it, it was, it was traumatic. I'm not downplaying that. I, again, I, I didn't understand the group dynamics. I didn't understand the dynamics of someone with an addiction problem. I, I, you know, we really, while the birthday dinner meant a lot to me, I didn't, Ultimately, I didn't really know that group of people that well. And that was my first experience with the concept of if you're not going to pay for me, I'm not going to show up. Um, after that, yes, I did dismantle my friendship in relationship with those people. It, and it was easy considering that we didn't work together anymore and it was just a matter of taking them out of your phone you know i mean and they hurt me so it was again it was easy to do uh i grappled with that one a lot over over the, the, the isolation period. Uh and because it was just it came up a lot for that because as a newly divorced and ready to socialize into human interaction, I I I remembered that feeling and that desire. And then it was one of those where it's like on one hand you have this 
But on the other hand, you've had this horrible traumatic situation with group dynamics. So, you know, the warning signals were sounding. As per me, as per Melissa, for me, the way I decided that I was going to approach rewiring my brain and dissolving the impact that this trauma had on my brain was to step into the social waters. Uh, that's Again, that's when I That well, I still did the online thing, uh, but I think that's when I reinforced my goals going into the races. Like, you know, it was one of those where once COVID ends and the races open up again, I'm going to do X, Y, and Z. And I didn't realize that the races felt like a social event because of this already semi-built-in group. You know, looking back at my photos, it is. It's the same six people, whether we met up at the race or planned it in advance, it's the same six people that uh, that made the, the after party of a race feel like a social event. And of course, it's the, hey, how you doing? Hey, Bobby, from, you know, five years ago. Uh, you know, things like that. So I can only explain as much as I feel on my end. Uh, Visualizing things, I could see where there are other people that could be equally less nervous, equally unsure, but trying anyway. And the difference between their interaction and experience and mine is when they speak to me, I speak to them. And I can't control everybody. I'm not saying you must speak to me. You know, I'm not even, not even going there. But it's, it's just thought patterns that I have to be mindful about moving forward. Because, again, I'm putting myself out there Yet these people, or this this female, or this person, this male, this whoever, because, and I speak in terms of male and female, because you identify with somebody. You either identify as male, or you identify as female. So I'm speaking to you in the terms of which you identify with. Um, my knowledge and exposure to non-binary people is very limited. So I would 
be able to discern unless you've told me. You know, you know, you know what I'm saying? I'm not able to discern, oh, you're non-binary. So so I I speak right now in terms of a person identifying as male or female. And that's what I'm basing my interactions on. Um but ultimately I'm basing my interactions on the interactions of the community. And it's such a broad term. I mean, what is a community? I described it as being more than two or three people existing in a space. But is it something that expands? Can it be a moving community? Can it be I have a community in Seattle and Maine and live in New Orleans? You know, or is it a group of people? I used to identify my community as the theater community whenever I went to UNO. And now I identify myself as a bohemian community. So, like, how defined does this concept of community have to be? Like, teacher training. Teacher training is what I want. My fear going into actually going to a school to teacher train was this community that they're trying to build I've been I've been rejected out of the community that even these teachers build in their class I've been rejected from in a way an employment place is an employment place of community and you keep going to these different places going, I must belong somewhere. I have to fit in somewhere. Where is my community? 